This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only, 18 plus, rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So, see McDonald's.com for full details. There's a team that we all love, playing out of person time. They bought a few promotions, but always end up going down. Play up, play up, or fail. Welcome to the Ungover Ale and Vale podcast. Uh, yeah, I was down Burslem yesterday all day and I did catch the game on the iPad, but can't say I took it in. But I'm joined by Johnny, who was there. Johnny, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Thank you. And you managed to take it and as I said, that Siri just told me everything's on Kidori. I wasn't even talking to Siri. Cheers, Siri. Thanks for that. Yeah, cheers, Siri. And I'm also joined, so those of you that doubted him, get some sponsorship in the kitty. I'm joined by Tottenham Amos and he's sober. I Tom, am. Going? I, first time this weekend, I think I am sober. I'll be honest, it's uh, I, I am very, very hungover. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I know uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, but, but it, it, it was worth it because I had a balting weekend, to be fair, so. That's what it's about, that's what it's about, and those that doubted him that said he wouldn't make it, get your sponsorship in, and I believe, Tom, you've signed up for the race today. I have, I have, I'm all done and paid and registered, so there's no turning back now. <coughs> no turning I... back. Crew 10K, get yourself over, avtiming.com, go on events, go to Crew 10K, enter Johnny, have you done it yet? Nope. Your task <laughs> is to do it before Thursday's pod. No, I'm procrastinating, leave me alone. Steph, will you sort your husband out, please? Is she there? I can't be held responsible for him. You married him? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, can you just get him sign up for the Crew 10K, please? Yeah, OK, I'll pester him for you. Thank you. So, on to the football. Vale travelled to Fleetwood yesterday, finished Fleetwood 1, Vale 1. Vale taking the lead 57th minute, Matty Taylor, and Jack Marriott equalised in the 83rd minute. I believe there was nothing wrong with James Wilson just after hearing Tom's match prediction. He decided he wasn't being held responsible and he wasn't going to play. Um, the stats for the game... Before you move on, uh, James Wilson's a Thursday thing because if he's an horse, he's glue now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a Thursday thing. Let's have a chat on Thursday about it. Possession, 
42% to Fleetwood, 58% to Vale. Total shots, 12 for Fleetwood, 17 for Vale. Surprising stats on target. Fleetwood had five on target to Vale's three. So although Vale dominated the game, Fleetwood ended up with more shots on target. Um, Clear-cut chances, it's got Fleetwood a zero, Vale with one. And corners, eight for Vale, two for Fleetwood. Pick the bones out of that, Johnny. Um, yeah, it, it feels about right. They had five on target because they had three when they scored, didn't they? Because they had the, the, the effort that Stoney pushed, pushed over for the corner, then the, the header, that which we give him the freedom of Fleetwood Town. Um, and then the actual goal. So there, there's three of their five shots that came in the space of about 20 seconds. Um, it, it was a frustrating one. Before, beforehand, you, 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 take, you take a draw away from home, don't you? Um, but how it's happened and whatnot, you, you're just a bit irritated by it. But, yeah. yeah I think irritated is the right word. How did you find it, Tom? Uh, I, I thought, you know, we were the better side for the majority of the game. Um, we've just got to take his chances when we get them. We haven't had a game for a while, probably where we've had that amount of chances that we've squandered as well. Um, but shows that we're gaining the right positions now. That was our main, that was our main problem before, is we weren't creating the chances. Um, whereas, you know, now we're, now we're just missing the target with them. Um well, yeah, no, it's a really enjoyable game for me. Yeah. Um, again, me having an eye on it at half time, I thought we're losing this 1 0 because the amount of chances we missed, it was just written in the script that this is one of them games that you end up losing. Yeah. So the fact we didn't is a positive, but having scored and then carried on dominating until about the 80th minute for me, disappointed not coming away with three points. But as you say, Johnny, before kickoff, away from home and League One, you're more than happy to take a point and again, consolidates us in mid table. Yeah, I think. Do you know what? Do you know what changed it for me? And this isn't the, the the referee changed it by not doing anything to their keeper. That seemed to kick them up the arse and give them a real spark. Whereas it made us make two change. Well, it made us make one change that I think completely killed the momentum. Um, so I think that's the thing that did it. I think by him not taking any action which was really hard and booking three players that didn't really have a lot to do with it other than had, had a bit of handbags. I think he lost a bit of the control of it and that gave Fleetwood a, a, a good a good boost. Yeah, that, and you're about the instant where he tried to release it early and yeah, he ended he tried, up. He tried to release it early. Forrester blocked him to, to start with. He then got a bit aggy, so Matty Taylor put his body in the way again and blocks him again. And then he pushes him in the face. And then it causes a bit of aggro. And then Sammy Robinson ends up squaring up to their big lad. But they just literally square up to each other. And then he gets... Go on, Sammy. Well, and then he gets an arm around the throat. Sammy does. Like, from another of their lad dragging him away. So the ref just lost control there. Yeah, I'll be honest, I have seen that incident back. And watching it back, Matty Taylor could have seen red because he swings at the goalie. And the goalie could have seen red because as Matty Taylor goes blocking, if you watch it back, he deliberately brings his knee up into Matty Taylor's ribs and tries to break his rib. 
Well, he pushes him in the face. That's the thing. Mm. That's the thing for me. I didn't see that part, to be fair. I saw Matty Taylor swing forward him. Yeah. yeah, he hit him basically just after the first impact. Right, and if you watch it back, watch the goal as he runs into Matty Taylor. He brings his knee up into his ribs, and it's quite deliberate what he's doing. Keepers are allowed to do that, though, aren't they? Yeah, I'd well, have the knee up, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, on that, both players could have seen red for me. But yeah, at I, least Matty Taylor got booked, so there can be no retrospective now. Yeah, like I say, I don't, I don't think, I'm not, I'm not saying that not, not giving a red card changed it. As in yep. the referee, one, one, the the thing for me is it felt like after that Fleetwood were a bit had a bit of a bounce about him. Yeah, I know what you mean. We've all been at games where, especially probably ten years ago, maybe not so much in modern football, but where a big tackle goes in, it gets the crowd going, and it gets and it felt like that sort of incident. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it got their crowd going. I don't want to know if there was a crowd there all game, but it definitely felt like it got their players going and picked them up a bit. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's see. Go on. It was just frustrating, that was. Yeah. Let's see what you said before kickoff, Johnny. You put, interesting that Sammy's come in, thought that was Sam last game. Conlon forgot it is okay, whereas Willow, rest of the 11 will do. Yeah. 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 It is, isn't it? I don't don't think there's much you can say about the 11. It's... Sam, Sammy kind of made me eat my words a little bit with his performance, I think. I was a bit concerned the last time we saw Sammy up north was Morecambe and it was it was a horrendous showing. And I thought Mal had a decent game last week. So I thought yeah. it was interesting changing it, but it worked. And we lost something when he came off. That's not a dig at Benny because I don't think he I don't think Benny did anything wrong. But I just think Sammy's more effective going forward than backwards, isn't he? Yeah. I do think the subs uh, struggled to get with the pace of the game a little bit when they came on, I thought. Um, but Sammy was, that was one of his better games for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think he's done himself no no harm there whatsoever. I'm quite happy for us to alternate between Mal and Sammy if that's what Clarkie sees fit to do. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And Tom, another goal conceded from a set piece. Oh, I can't try. I've, I'm, I think I've watched it back maybe 20, 25 times just to try and see whose man I think it is. Um, and I can't remember who I said it. I thought it, it might have been was it. I thought was it was his man. Um, I don't think Stoney could have come for it. I do think it was a little bit deep. Um. Well, something's got to give on it with these set pieces. We're so fragile on it. And I don't know whether it's because we aren't the biggest side in the world. No, we're not. I'd say everyone averages around 5'10". Um, so on corners, if they've got a couple of six foot and above lads, you're starting at a disadvantage straight away. But regardless of height, you shouldn't be leaving men free alone to edit goal like we did. Um so no excuse really on the height side of it. Okay. And Johnny finish it off with a mark for Clark and the coaching staff. Um, six for Clark and the coaching staff. I think it was just yeah, much more, much more muchness. I don't think there was none of the subs had a positive impact on the game, and it if we could have got away with it, I probably wouldn't have made any. But we obviously need to protect Harrison and. 
Sammy were getting in a few scuffles at that point and they started targeting him like you would do when you see a bit of a hot head. So, yeah. And he is. He is. So, let's move on to the players, Johnny. In goal, number one, Aiden Stone. Yeah, six for Stoney, I think. He made a couple of decent saves. Kicking was good. Unfortunate with the with the goal we conceded. I've seen a lot of people absolutely slating him for not getting a better hand on it and pushing it wider. I don't really know what he can do when someone's given the freedom of the penalty spot. He's, But I think Stone is just going to have to have broad shoulders and accept he's going to get abused now till the end of the season um, because for some reason our fans are really unhappy with the goalkeeper situation. Um, it, so yeah, thought he was okay and nothing more. Tom? Yeah, I think Johnny's hit, it, hit the nail on the head there. Um, I I like Stoney. I just still don't know if he's a number one. I don't know if he's... I don't know, it's difficult. There's, some of the goals we conceded are really sloppy. Um, but I don't know whether it's fair to just pin all that on Stoney. I don't well, I don't think it is fair to pin it all on Stoney. Um but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind him staying as a number two next season. Um, but yeah, yesterday, solid, solid performance to an extent. Like, he didn't really have a great deal to do. Um, but yeah, no, six is pretty fair. Yeah, and I'm with you, Tom. I think we do need a new number one next season. That's nothing against Stone. But I think as the goalkeeping situation is right now, Stone is number one. I, I actually think he's a better goalie than Jack. I'll go on record and say that. I do think he is. But I do think for next season, we need a new number one. And that's nothing against Stoney. Still a young lad and can still carry on progressing and getting better. So, yeah, I, I don't think the goal's got anything to do with Stoney watching on tally. So, and he made, as you say, a few good saves yesterday. Um, if only, though, we could have held on to that ball like you held, held on to that chicken pie, uh, chicken bolty pie. <laughs> And it's you next, Tom. Right in the back three was William Forrester. Solid game again for Will, for me. Uh, seems to be doing a pretty good job of nailing down that position. But that's the thing. Um, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he's just composed on the ball, isn't he? Uh, the only thing that I got frustrated about was, I think, was it the very last minute? And... We he carried the ball down the line and it was like him and Wazza, him and Wazza, just passing it to each other. And I thought, just put the bloody thing in the box. There's minute, there's a minute left. Just get it in there. Um, but I wouldn't really say it's a criticism. It's just something I thought we could have done differently than what we did. Um, so yeah, I'd say six for Will. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with Tom. I think it, it was a decent game. He didn't. He didn't put a foot wrong, um, but he didn't really have a lot to do. I think the defense as a unit for the first sixty minutes was sound, and then we we took a step back and we we missed we missed Ben Garrity, um, really, because he's, he's he's really helpful for the defensive unit when when backs to the wall. Um, but yeah, with with Forrester, he's he's cracking player and. It's we've we've got we've got a good League One centre halves in the squad there straight away. So solid six, 
room to develop. Um, some decision making, like Tom said, right at the end, late off the water, and then just sprint into the box really because he's a centre off. You want him in there, um, but a couple of other times where he could have played a better pass. But you're going to learn, aren't you? At that age, you can't. He's, we know he's not the finished product, so yeah, um, happy, happy going forward with Forrester. He's 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 nailed on in that spot for me next season. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. To be honest, depending on who stays, who goes, he's nailed on any of the three spots, but he's certainly a starter. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, moving on, Johnny, middle of the back three, smudgy. Yeah, typical Nathan Smith game. I thought he he, he did really well. I think he defended really well against Marriott. Um, took took a, took a little took a little slap to the face early doors. I've noticed that he's he's resorted now from pinching to try and break fingers, um, because their centre half that Wiradu when he was defending him on corners, he was grabbing older his his finger and properly bending it back, and he was getting really wound up by him. So it's it's brutal, but he's that 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 seems to be his new trick now. Um, but yeah, Smith is just Smithy, and he he's a fantastic player. Um, Fantastic centre off. The football inside of it seems to be getting better. He seems to be being quicker with it. And I know that Clark has mentioned that Crosby spent a lot of time with Smithy. So that seems to be in, in taking it on and developing, which is great for us. Um so yeah, good good performance from him. He's he's my he's his second in my man of the match, gets seven. Yeah. Fair enough. And Moving on. No, Tom. Yeah, I, I, uh, I completely agree with Johnny. He is uh, um, my man of the match, though, Smithy. I uh, thought he was brilliant yesterday. Um, just need keep keep him coming, keep the good performances coming. Um, is he out of contract in the summer, Smith? We believe think, so. But yeah, I think so. Right. So, I, yeah, I would be looking to tie Smithy down next season again. Yeah. Um, weirdly, almost. How old is he now? Twenty-seven. Twenty-six, twenty-seven around. So there. we, we, we could have, to an extent, still not had the best out of Nathan Smith, mm-hmm. because centre half, you're probably coming into your prime, really, at that age, isn't he? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, got, he's got he's got a good five. If he's if he's twenty-seven, he's got a good five years in him, and he's centre half. Yeah, I mean, even sometimes you go thirty-four, thirty-five, don't you? Um, and I think it's almost he, he he gets so much better every season. Um, obviously, I understand that that isn't going to keep progressing. Otherwise, he'd be playing in the Premier League by the time he's thirty. But um, I don't think he's got the footballing ability for that. Um, but yeah, no great game for Smithy. Uh, I would say an eight. Mm. And unfortunately for Smithy, there's VAR in the Premier League, so he's never going to make it there. <laughs> yeah, he'd be sent off every week, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, he would. He would. Poor lad. But saying that, so would an opposition player. So you might take it. Mm. it left of the back three, Tom Young, Aaron Donnelly. Steady game. Again, very similar to Will Forrester. Um, tidy on the ball. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm yet to see him make a tackle, but I don't know whether that's the under-23 side of it that 
you very rarely see him. You very rarely see tackles in under 23s football, don't you? It's all passing and interceptions. Um, and yeah, I thought he was relatively solid yesterday. Decent game. Um, every time I've seen him, well, since we've been playing teams who are probably what I consider a bit more our level, he hasn't. If you look at all the games he's had, uh, very good games, and they've all been, you know, t- teams around our level. And then the only two, three really bad games I've seen him have have been like Barnsley and um, people like that, people in the top six who've probably just got a better standard of player than what what he's used to. And I think he just caught him off guard a little bit. Um, but no, decent, decent enough, six, six out of ten. Johnny? What is it Paolo Maldini once said? If I have to make a tackle, I've already made a mistake. So he, he, he's obviously faultless if he's not having <laughs> tackles. Fair so, enough. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I get what you're saying though, like it, within the fact that we we haven't really seen him have to defend as such. He's he's good at the he's good at getting in positions and defending his his area. We just haven't seen, like, say, a last last ditch tackle. I think. You've got to give him massive props for that through ball into Matty Taylor because he, he, he runs inside with again with his weaker foot. Like, again, professional footballers, should they have a weaker foot is, is a question. And he's kind of proving no, he scored with it and he 100% should have had an assist with, with it. Um, he, he's just, yeah, he's decent. He's doing well. And I think he would have been at a seven if, if Matty Taylor would have finished it. So this is down to you, Matty Taylor. There he's only going to sit. See you. Poor Matty Taylor. He's got a lot to answer for it, that boy has. Yeah, let's let's see when we get there. Johnny on the right with Mr. Warrell. Yeah. Steady, steady was performance. Couple of real good balls into the box. Engine on him. He he took a whack near the end and was all bullying for a bit. That took a concern and I, I, if we could have, I would have liked to have brought him off then just to protect him um, because he was hobbling around and we we need his best players for this run-in, don't we? Um, but yeah, st- steady enough. Linking up really well with Forrester, linking up with Harrison and Taylor well as well. I just think we need a, a little bit more end product, product from him and he admitted that himself, didn't he, the other week? So... Like, is that because we know what he's capable of? Yeah, definitely. But your wing backs need to be creative, so I, I do want to see a little, little bit more of that from him and getting the ball in the box a bit more. We're, we're criminal sometimes of trying to walk it in rather than throwing the ball into the box, especially later on. But. Yep. Yeah, de- decent. Let's say decent from was solid, solid six and happy days. Tom, yeah, yeah, completely agree. Um, I think he has a very good knack of when he's got it and it's under his feet and digging one out. I think I've said it before. Uh, he seems to be able to get across him regardless of what's what's around him. Um, it's it's a difficult one because obviously with him being a wing back. I'm not going to sit on here and say I expect him to get 10 assists a season or anything like that because it's it's a, it's a little bit difficult because obviously you're playing that deeper role. Um, but I thought he was 
all right. Well, I thought he was all right. I'm hoping that it isn't him. Well, I'm hoping it's not anybody, but I'm hoping it's not him who's lost his man on the corner. If it is him who's lost his man on the corner, then he probably gets a knock down a mark or two. Um, but you know what you're getting with was, don't you? Every week. So yeah, six out of ten. Yeah, and you're right, Tom. I think whoever, whoever it is that lost his man is get is is losing mm. fair fair mark or two. But I, doubt, I still don't know who it is, so I'm gonna have to pretend it didn't happen. Sadly, <laughs> it's quite difficult to see because the camera obviously doesn't uh, pan across quick enough. Yeah, as soon as the camera pans across, the the lad the lad's got he's miles on his own, isn't he? Yeah. So, and I can't really see from see from the reaction either of anybody that hasn't got a man around him so yeah that... normally someone someone is th- pointing a finger aren't they and saying what you're doing like yeah or someone's got their hand on their head after or whatever and I just can't I just didn't see that so I'll, I'll have a look on I'll have a look on the TV after after we yeah. might might have to caveat someone out after but yeah <laughs> yeah and Tom you're hoping it wasn't someone it was definitely someone but I don't know yeah Someone's got to take some blame for it. It's just finding out who's got to take the blame. That's it. I'm moving on. Left side of the wing back, Tom, was Sammy Robinson. Decent game for Sammy. Uh, one of his better ones. Um, very good on the ball, as we all know he is. Uh, not as wasteful this week as he, had, as he was in the Morecambe game. I think Johnny touched on it. Um, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love him when he gets when he goes on his little runs and he gets his head down and it starts taking players on. Um, I don't know whether he's like a little Jack Russell because he seems to. It's been the last couple of games he seems to manage to get himself into a little bit of a scrap of fisticuffs. I don't know if maybe Clark is saying to him, "Come on, go get in, get involved with him, get into the Reds a little bit." Um, but long may that continue. Um, and yeah, uh, six out of ten again for Sammy. Yeah. Johnny, do you think it's because he's? Do you think it's because he's obvious? Like he, he's not inconspicuous, is he? By the fact that he's got a little bright bleach blonde mullet. I, I think there's an arrogance to it. Yeah, and and I think that's why I think that's why he gets himself in these little fisticuffs because watch watching him during the. The Matty Taylor incident, you can tell you could tell he'd said something because he had a proper grin on his face. He he just I don't know, he just strikes me as someone that would say something absolutely horrible to you. So I'm happy with that. Oh, God. Yeah, and I can imagine, like he said, Johnny, I can imagine him saying something in his little mank accent. Yeah. Just by something really vile about your mum or something like that. <laughs> proper child, proper child. Oh god, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think look, you've only got to see the ability the lad's got for setting up Mighty Taylor. There's no one else in, in our in our whole team that I think's got that bit of skill about him where he stands on it with his right, knocks it knocks it with his left, and he's past the man. Well, he's he's through two men actually. And then was it a shot? Was it a pass? I can't really think he was shooting. But I think it was a shot. It was a shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was so, trying to pick skin off his any. Yeah, it was as much as a pass as was as was for Donnelly last week. Yeah, well, was as was a stone was a great assist then. So, okay, yeah. so we're giving great assists out. Cool, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Well, no, like, do you know what? He he gets himself forward. He gets himself in amongst it. 
I think we've just got to look at the attitude once he's on a booking because he still was a bit snappy and a bit a bit reckless with it, trying to get in amongst it. So that's that's fine. Do you know what I mean? The, we've we've got a 29, 30-year-old that did the same thing last week. So it's not it's not always a case of maturity. It's sometimes just about maybe needing to be told or needing to be pulled out of it like he was. So I thought he had a real good game. I thought I was really happy with him getting forward. And it was a seven for me for Sammy. I thought he was really good. Yeah. And moving on, Johnny, to the medal three. First of all, Funzo Ojo. Funzo King Ojo. What a man. What a man. I love him. He's... Him, Pet, and Garrity as a three is a great three at the minute for us. So seeing Garrity come out on Saturday, you worried a little bit, and and that's that's because Tom hasn't performed this season. But Funzo, what he brings to it is he's got such an energy to it. He, he breaks up your play. He's got he's got a pass about him. He's he's quick as well. I don't I don't know where he is. He's quick over five yards. So he helps you out a lot at the back and he just seems to always be talking and in Pet and Conlon on Saturday, especially with interlinking well and moving and, and swapping positions at time when needed. I I just think I think Funzo is he is that League One step up that we that we've probably tried to sign in other places. And I think he's proof that the recruitment process works. It's just not as easy as it as it is on football manager for me. So solid six performance by by him. Don't think he did anything magical. Um like but yeah, I I love Funzo. I think he's he's bloody brilliant. John. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more with everything Johnny's just said there. He's um he's so calm on the ball. Um Especially when he's got three men around him. Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like we haven't had a player of that quality for a, a long time um, because of how natural he is with the ball at his feet. Uh, he's only getting better with the more minutes he's getting in the match fitness he's building up. Um, and I think him and Pet and Garrity, like you said, Johnny, they complement each other. Um and yeah, I, I would obviously I, I appreciate Ben was injured yesterday, um, but I would like to see as that uh, that be our midfield at the minute. Um, but I don't think I don't think Coleman had a particularly bad game yesterday. But um, yeah, Funzo is quickly becoming a fan's favourite, I think as well. Yeah, um, he definitely is because I think he just gives us that little bit of bulk. About the midfield, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, six for me yesterday. Yeah, and for me, gives that little bit of class as well. He has got that class about him. Yeah, really happy with Funzo. Um, next to him, Tom, as you've said, carpet man, home choose carpet, Tom Pett. Yeah, uh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, solid game again from Petty. Got on the ball well, uh, looked after it. I don't, I don't think I saw him give it away all game. Um, and another one who's hitting a bit of form now uh, seems to be having consistently good games 
uh, whether that's because he's having a consistent run of games. Um, and I think you can tell he's a leader on and off the pitch. Um, and I think it shows in his performances at the minute. Uh, he is, he's, I can't, I, I, another time, quite like it with Petty as when he drives forward with the ball. Uh, and he's starting to do it a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, if we can add that to his game as well, and he might be able to sneak a couple of goals before the end of the season. Um, but, yeah, it's seven for Petty. Thought he was decent yesterday. Yeah. Johnny? My man of the match, Tom Pet was. I thought he's brilliant again. Like what Tom just said, never give a ball away. He's calm with it. He's defensively strong as well. Like, for a lad that was talking on the, the Vale's official podcast about the fact that he scored 18 goals in promotion season for, for um, Wildstone? Wildstone. Yeah, when he scored them. Um, so, you know, for, for a lad that's, that, that's done that and come through and now becoming a defensive midfielder, um, I think you've got to give him a lot of credit for that to be able to adapt his game. And I'd honestly, if you said to me, you you pointed him out, I'd say he's been playing that position all his life. It it it's just it all is all natural. Um, it just he's he's just brilliant. I, I think I don't I don't understand what happened middle of the season when he wasn't in the squad because every time I see him, I just think he's pure quality. Yeah, and whether he hasn't let us down at all this season. I think there was only one game he had a bad game, and I can't remember it. But I can only think of one game he had a bad game, and apart from that, he's been brilliant. Yeah, no, and, and that I think I think that's it, isn't it? I think you you look at Tom's just said about consistency. For me, it's two man of the matches in a row. I can see why why Tom's giving it Smithy. He was close. Um, I just thought Pet edged it slightly for me, and he's just. We've we've just got a couple of real good players in that squad that are mid-table League One good players, and I'm not I'm not getting above the station and thinking that they're that they're a lot more than that. There's there's a potential with a couple of them, but Pet for me is one of them. You look at and go, he is he is mid-table League One quality, and we need to keep hold of him. Yeah, so no, I'm with you. I'd be keeping hold of Pet. Yeah, I'm not sure if you give him a rating. I can't remember, but. It's seven for me. Um, I say it. Emma Smudger, close. Yeah, that's fair. And then Johnny in the attacking role in the midfield was Tom Conlon. It was a strange Conlon performance because I think I think I've done him a dis- disservice in my head because I think I've compared him to the sort of performance that Garrity would put in in there. And it felt like he was playing more as a third centre midfielder than a attacking midfielder. So he, he seemed to pick the ball up a bit deeper. And there was a couple of times where you looked at it and thought, oh, well, Garrity would just be doing this. Garrett. And I've got, I've got to take that out of my head that Garrity would have been doing it and that this is Tom Con- Tom, Tom Conlon playing there. I thought it was all right. I thought he put in an absolutely fantastic ball from the left wing back position, if anyone's listening, um, from the other week. But he put in, a, in the first half, he put in a fantastic ball from that position. And nobody, nobody, like, gambled on it. And it was, 
just irritating. It was like, look, he's put it on a sixpence through the six-yard box and their lad's nodded it out because obviously he thought something was coming, but we just didn't gamble on it. Um, but it was an all right performance. Nothing nothing strikes me as fucky with shit. And nothing says to me, do you know what? If Garrett is fit and Conlon's keeping that shirt, so um, it was a six, but yeah, you do. We do, we just need a little bit more creativity from that place. Yeah, Tom, are you listening? Yeah, I am. Uh, I I, uh, I thought with what Johnny said, uh, spot on. Really, he he almost isn't playing badly, but isn't playing brilliantly. So he's just kind of floating through games. Um, it's not really what you want from a centre midfielder. You want him to be involved. You want him to. Uh, to have a hand in everything. We need a bit more creativity from him. We know he can do it. He's done it. Whether the step up maybe is uh, is what why he's struggling, I don't know. But I just, um, yeah, no, just maybe another gear from him um, and a little bit more confidence on the ball. I don't know why he doesn't shoot more um, because he's got a hell of a strike on him, but he seems to want to pass it. But, all the time instead of just have a bang. Did you see any of the warm up? Uh, no, I didn't. So do you know the the shooting, the passing and, and stuff? Yeah. He was nailing some in bottom corner and it was like, here we go. Maybe he's been told to like take take the shackles off. And mm. I get different that you're nailing it in against the keeper that is fucked off there is not starting and no defenders. But like I thought that might have been the sort of conversation of Tom, the shackles are off you today. You, when you get the chance, have have a whack. But yeah, it didn't didn't come about, and I don't I don't think we're in a lot of opportunities for him. But there was no no, it wasn't there wasn't loads of chances for him. But I do think it's and it's probably not just I'm probably not just getting it on yesterday's game alone. There's been there a few couple of chances few. on the edge of the area though for for a few of our players mm. would have had a whack and didn't. Yeah, that's fair. Tom, moving on, finally got on the score sheet, Matty Taylor. What a bloody strange performance. Um, his movement is fantastic. You, you can tell by how many chances he's missed that he, know, he knows the positions to be in, but he should have had a bloody hat-trick yesterday at least. Um, the one he's fired wide in the first uh, first half and then the the... I think I said to you too earlier the the cross that came in. I can't remember if it came from the left or the right. Um, came from it came from the left because I think he hit it with the outside of his right foot. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and he should have just gone with his with his left. And I think and he he was close enough to the goal that any any contact either side of the keeper he's in the keeper isn't reacting that quick to that. Um, but yeah, so whilst I'm buzzing that he's got his. Uh, first goal and it was a you know he did really well and again he's got in that position to you know it's almost a, a poacher's finish isn't it um and he's at the back end and he looked delighted fair play to him um but yeah just a little you know we put them chances away we're falling up um yeah but it'll come i'm sure just got to keep knocking on that door uh so a six for me Johnny, Matty Taylor. Yeah, he gets a five for me. 
because I've got to knock him down for that miss. Yeah. I've got to. You, you, he's six yards out and you've not even hit the target. I don't. He's hit it with his left foot when he could have checked onto his stronger right foot, and and I just it was it was a striker out of form's finish. Um, he, he took his goal really well. Like he's had the confidence to get in that position and then compose himself to finish it. Keeper was rushing out at him. Got involved in the little argy-bargy, which is nice because him, Sammy, Will Forrester and all that, it's that bit of grit that we've been asking for this last few weeks. So that was that was all right with me. I think a booking is, was a bit harsh, but as you just said, that it probably could have been a red. So um, maybe it wasn't that harsh. Um, but yeah, overall, good that he's getting in the positions. Bad, bad miss. And... We just we, we we just need now to see a bit him and Alice be a bit closer together. We've heard all about the friendship and the fact that they've played together before, but they still feel a bit far apart. And I don't know if that's them or Clark, because we'll talk about Proctor when he came on. But uh, yeah, we we just we need to tie a rope between our front two sometimes to help them out. Yeah, and. Talking about the, did you give him a rating? Yeah, you did. Talking yeah. about the front two. Moving on, Alex Harrison. Typical Al- Al- Alex Harrison performance, and no surprise we can see from a corner when he's not on the pitch. Um, he's 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 lethal in both boxes when he's when he's winning headers. It's just that players when he's when he's flicking them on, players players need to be closer to him, and that that's Conlon, that's that's Matty Taylor, that's that's your wing backs and stuff. We need to be closer to him depending on where he's winning them. Sometimes there was one in the first half where he flicks it on and you just see him go, oh, for fuck's sake, and then go chase after his own header. And it's like, we we just need to improve that sort of thing. But it's an all right, all right, Alice Harrison performance. He puts himself about. He's, hopefully it was cramp, not anything more serious because we, we need him for this running uh, but yeah solid six just just there's Alice Harrison in it you know what you get you know what you're getting does what he says on the tin yeah. Tom yeah uh, he battles doesn't he he uh, he does the the donkey work that others don't want to the getting kicked the pushing the shoving um, we'd like to you know see if we can get him in the box a little bit more I uh, think there is times, but obviously he is probably winning the flick-ons or anything further into the move um, beforehand, so sometimes he hasn't had a chance to get into the box. But, uh, yeah, did all right for me yesterday. Um, I would say a six out of ten. Yep, and Johnny, you talked about the subs. So two subs that came on were Jamie Proctor and Mal Benny. Yeah, for Mal, decent. Do you know what I mean? Come on, defended well. Um, he there was a couple of, couple of people in and around where where we stood berating him when he came on. Um, it's just yeah, it's, it, it's a strange one. He's gone from being someone that people have loved to now. If you don't if you don't take stone, you're eating Benning, and I don't I don't really understand it. I think he's had a bad run of form, yes, but. I'd keep him on for next season, in the same sense as a, a 
in a in a position of we sign a first choice left wing back, but he's there he's there as an option. So I don't think it's I don't think it's disastrous. Um, but Jamie Proctor just did me head in yesterday. We we were making chances, we, and, and he was just out on the left wing all the time. And like Bez, we spoke about this last season quite a bit, didn't we? With the yeah. positioning of our strikers, so so I say Jamie Proctor did me head in. It might not be his fault. And and ever since we spoke to Dodsey, it's made me think sometimes of actually is it is it the player or is it the manager saying this is kind of where I want you now. I can't imagine Clarky saying, "I want, I want my striker out left hand side of the box, getting getting chalk on his boots from being wide." But Proctor does it so often that I'm thinking, well, maybe he is, maybe he is asking that question. It's just last the last minute or two, we we had an a, we had an attack, and you looked across, and Proctor's just there on the edge of the area, and it's like. I, I need you in that box. I need you in there. That's where you're gonna. If you're gonna score a goal, that's where you're gonna score your goal. Granted, the the bicycle kick he scored last season came from the similar sort of position, but he's not scored one of them before in his career and not been horrible to the both. But he's not going to score another one, is he? So we need him in the box to score goals, and it was that was just a big gripe towards the end that. Your main striker, because that's when Harrison goes off. Proctor is your main striker, just wasn't in the box. Tom, anything on the subs? Uh, I think Johnny's just hit the nail on the head with all of that. To be fair, um, Mal, like I said, he, I mean, I think to, I think we were weaker when we made the subs. Um, that's not any disrespect to the two lads who came on. It was just I think it was difficult to get with the pace of the game. Um, Proc struggled a little bit for me, um, but again, he's he's not played a great deal of football. So, um, do we need to just give him a little bit of time? Uh, but like Johnny said, I have a very similar gripe with the the what the what Johnny says. I mean, it really does my tits in when he's out on the left wing. Um, but you know, we don't we don't know unless that's a tactical thing. Yeah. To drag it to get away from the centre halves if they're much bigger than him. Um, but yeah, no, I thought five for both subs. Thought we didn't really change the game probably the way we would have wanted them to. Um, yeah. And I, I probably wouldn't say that they they're knocking on the door for a start next week, but um, you know they've got it, it's, it's probably quite difficult to get to that point when you're only playing. 15, 20 minutes a week. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and that's it, really. It feels like two points dropped just because we deserve the three on the performance. But it's another point. It takes us up to 44 points now. and 14th on the table. Uh, we are, what, two points behind 11th, which is Exeter. So we're only two points off top half. In fact, a point because we're a point behind Lincoln, although two really, because they've gone up to minus two to ours, minus 14. So, you know, 36 games played, 44 points, 12 games left, 36 points left to play for. Let's just see where we end up the season now, I think it's the case of, isn't it, lads? Yeah, just see it out now and just um, just let it turn out and start 
making the change in the summer then to hopefully. I mean, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what the 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 goal is for next season. You know, do we go? Do we go and try and break into the top ten, or do we go for the playoffs, or you know, do we do, do, do we have the same expectations next season as we have this season? I do feel with that you've got to have some sort of ambition to want to push on every season. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for me, we've just got it. I don't. We're not. We're not going down. I wouldn't have thought there's too many teams between us at the minute. Um. Unless something what about fucking catastrophic. Yeah, yeah, unless something catastrophic happens. Um yeah. which I can't I can't really see not to in not in the way that we're gonna go down. Um but yeah, just see it out now, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. The, looking at it, the vegans are gone there twenty three points. So they're a good gap. The twelve points behind safety they are now. And then you've got Cambridge on 30, MK Dons 33, Morecambe 33 in the drop zone. And then you look at Accrington 35, Oxford 36, Burton 38. So, will it pretty comfortable on that? Comfortable win next week just sees us top off, probably. And we'll push Burton down there, Johnny. Hopefully. Hopefully so. But, yeah, like, like Tom just said, I think, like, my... My thoughts at the minute next season is that we, we look at a top 12 finish and then we build from there. That's on the pretense that we, if we finish 10th now, for example, I don't think that changes my view next season. I think it's a, another consolidation. It's another make sure we're building towards the end goal. And performances like yesterday give you a bit of promise. Do you know what I mean? Like Fleetwood are a team that have been in the league for a few years now. They've spent a pretty penny in January on strikers and yeah, like it just shows you what you've got to do to push on. We've got to be clinical and that's yeah, clinical is not cheap, is it? No. No, no, not at all. And I think that's where we need to have a look where, you know, our where are we going with the budget? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a big summer for us. It's a, like you say, it's a case of what's the next step now. Let's see where this season finishes and then the summer will dictate what the next step is. Is the next step stay in the league again or is the next step top off, which you'd hope? Yeah, I'd be disappointed at the next step. Dictate, but that's pretty much us. Don't want to... I was just about to say, I'd be disappointed if, if the next step was just to stay in the league again. I think so that, would I. That, that should be goal one, obviously. But because we have seen this season that a team that finished third last year are now third bottom. So yeah. things can quickly change in this league. And there's there's a couple of big-ish hitters that look like they're going to come down again. So regardless of Ipswich, Chef Wednesday, Derby and... Plymouth or whichever three of them four end up do bugger enough. There's still, still a couple of big teams coming the other way, isn't there? So I don't think it gets easier, um, especially especially if Derby, for example, don't go up because I'm not sure what happens now with their transfer embargo because I know that they haven't been able to sign anyone um, and, and and such like. So let's, it's, it's going to be an interesting 
close season, I think. Um, I think we've got 15 players out of contract, so... Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a big one. Yeah, and I don't think for one minute the aim should be, or will be, we just stay up next season. It's just the, that second season syndrome, you've got to make sure you push on and not deplete the squad and bring in a load of foreigners on cheap money and gamble, which I'm 100% confident in saying that won't be the business plan this summer. It'd be funny if it was. Christ, it would <laughs> <laughs> just blowing the lid on the plan. <laughs> yeah. Carol comes out and goes, Mourinho's been on the phone. Yeah. He's got a mate that says they're going to come and manage it and we'll get some players. Oh, from- God. Yeah. Don't remind me of that horrible time in my life. He'll send Tammy Abraham over on loan for the season. Yeah, and <laughs> we'd get Timmy Abraham, not Tammy. Probably, probably. He's a Walsall, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. never mind. They're, yeah. they're going for a push, aren't they? Bloody hell, 550 quid for a season ticket in that shit. Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah, you must have. They, they must think some fucking money knocking about Walsall, I tell you. Yes, but the irony talk. of uh, paying 500 quid for a season ticket and having Poundland on the front of your shirt. I'm <laughs> going to the Poundland Stadium. But talking yeah. about League Two football, now I see our mate Ryan Edmonton popping up with a last minute winner against Swindon yesterday. Oh, yeah, that, that was nice of him. That bit of redemption for him for missing that penalty against them. Yeah, absolutely for, brilliant. For taking the worst penalty I've ever seen, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's up there. Although, most of pushed him for a run for his money yesterday. It was the yeah. same sort of arced run as well. It gives, gives me kittens watching like this new fandangle. <laughs> what happened yeah. to the good good old days of just just hitting it rather than this this little walk back dead central and then skip to the side and then try and smash yeah. it in? Like, no, not... Graham Alexander, I think, was uh, my favourite for taking a pen. Well, that's because he didn't know where he was putting it most of the time. Well, yeah, he'd run up and lever it one. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't know where he's going, how is the keeper supposed to? Well, exactly, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I think you, you look at you, it's good, good for Edmondson. I like Carlisle as an away date. It's quite easy to get to. Yeah. So, it's always a Tuesday fucking night, but... Yeah, I know. It's always a fucking December or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is because we, we are one of their closest games, though, as well. Not yeah. Most of the time. So it's easy enough to put it on a Tuesday night, and it's not difficult to get to. Like I say, it's one road, isn't it? Once you're on the M6. Yeah, straight up there. Straight up there. But let's wrap it up there, lads. An unusually quick podcast for us, less than 55 minutes. So. That'll please everyone. So please, Mr. Amos, who's ready, get bed, because he's got a big job in the morning. I have. I've got, got this weirdo's house tomorrow morning, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, i get myself off to bed, get me resting. Just, yeah, you, just so you know, you can put the fire on at that house, though. So, if you want. Oh, yeah, I could get myself a nice roaring fire. I'll probably set fire to the bloody carpet now, my look. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. If you want, you can leave Steph's mat at my house. Yes, that, that'd that be good if you can. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah problem. Yeah, let's leave it there. Yeah, leave, leave it there. But yeah, Steph, your mat has been left at Bez's house. He'll, he'll, he'll show but you. Then you've got to then get it from Bez. Yeah, that's, that's easier than me trying to get it from Tom. Because I'm always in the pub. I, I didn't realise you actually hadn't got the mat yet. I thought you'd got it by now. No, no, no you thought you were on the wind-up. 
Still in, still in time. Oh, Fitted Johnny's carpet just after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'd rather the mats off him. Home choose carpets. Get your carpets. Don't bother with the mats. Yeah. Yeah. Give me, a, give me a ring. Go, me dad. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. Well, let's leave it there. Um, we'll be back midweek to have a look at next weekend's game, the Hancock Derby. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. Bears, I might need that spare room. Saturday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's fine. Once my carpet's in, I can put the house back together again. So, there might be room for you at the moment. <laughs> the house is still upside down. So, there's no room yet. Yeah, right. I'll, 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 I'll come out and put it back together if, if we lose next weekend. Yeah, sounds like a plan. <laughs> sounds like a plan to me. But we'll be back midweek. Until then, have a good week. Get yourselves down Johnny's. He'll be open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Get in, have a pint. If you need a carpet, ring Tom. If you want a taxi, ring Andy. And get yourselves over to avtiming.com. Sign up for the Crew 10K. And we'll give an update on the sponsorship on Thursday. And if anyone does want the bus from Vale Park, let us know. At the moment, we haven't got enough numbers to put one on. If we haven't, that's fine. But if you do want one, let us know before midweek and we can sort it with Steve. But until then, everyone, have a good week. Have an ale and up the Vale. So it's full time from the pod and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.